The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. You're listening to Two Chunks and a Hunk. Movie musings for mostly everyone. Welcome to Two Chunks and a Hunk. My name is Jordan Wonders, and this week I'm your hunk. I'm Doge, and don't worry, junks can't climb trees. And I'm Carter, and of junk they can! Oh, nice. (laughs) Hey, can I tell you something? (laughs) That was a great Jesse Tyler Ferguson. That was like a really good Jesse Tyler Ferguson. A great Jesse Tyler Ferguson in this one specific As a country bumpkin. Right, but Thank like you. he yells the exact same anytime he freaks out. And like I'm thinking of that the is true. Family episode when he mm. uh, doesn't eat. He's like fasting to try and impress his boss. And then they find out that there's seals in the ocean that sometimes get can <laughs> rings stuck on their necks. Yeah. <laughs> and he like sprints into the ocean and is like, they're dying, Cam. <laughs> <laughs> he yells the same way every time. And it was just like that. That was very good. Thank you. It took me a second to figure out that was him. 100%. I was like, could not tell who it is, was. Is well, that? Callie was like, <gasps> and I was could like, okay, be? this is somebody, but I couldn't I couldn't figure out who it was for just a second. Is it David yeah. Spade? Is it's it not. David's? But it looks like it. <laughs> is it Joseph wow. Dirt himself? <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Joey, hey, why are you, <laughs> why are you uh, the hunk? Tell us, well, boy. When you are... Spending as much time cultivating as many gifts. Oh my gosh! As I am. You know, sometimes you gotta. Sometimes you gotta put in the work. Um, if you're a mm-hmm. footballer, you gotta run. Yeah. And catch. If you're a footballer, do some push-ups, some shups. Um, if you, if you're a lawyer, shups perhaps good. you should practice presenting a case. By arguing with the people in your life. If you're, um, if you're a public speaker, maybe throw yourself into a new, uh, a new t- type of public speaking. See how you do over there. Don't get stale. You Hello, know, don't, don't. people of Irving Mall. <laughs> <laughs> do I have a tale for you? <laughs> um, I sing a lot at my yeah. job. Sing boy. And so I've been participating in voice lessons. Um, That's so fun. For the second time in my life. I did them in college as well, doing them again now. Just Are to, you good at singing yet? No, I'm not yeah, working I on it. But, dude. Um, mm. You know, we'll see. But t- tonight, much to my uh, chagrin, I am going to participate in a voice recital like I am 12. I think that's going to be cute. I'm excited. I get to it's do fun really songs cute. at least. 
Sound of Silence, Disturbed Version. The Disturbed Version of The Sound of Silence. But Pete, when and you roll out the party rock, that's when people know. My two songs. It's coming. <laughs> and I'm I'm ad-libbing in Party Rock Anthem all the synth parts, so that should be really fun. Whoa. Great. I bet you could actually so, do that great. pretty well. I've been warming up with the like, boop, 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 you know, like that whole thing, just trying <laughs> yeah, to get ready great. for it. That actually was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. It sounded just like it. Voice lessons paying off. So I was like, is LMFAO here with us? No, on the but call? I sure am. LM, Elling, MFAO. Elling my, Elling my FAO. You know, that's how I do. Yeah. Congrats, man. Thank really you. Congrats, dude. Happy recital. Bust out that new outfit from Oshkosh Bagash. Mm-hmm. My mom's going to bring go to some juice boxes. Pizza party afterwards. You are... Not that far off from describing <laughs> what is happening tonight. It's a pretty close. <laughs> Going out to CC's. <laughs> Going to get some quarters for the arcade too, which is really exciting. I Do you guys think CC's more than you think? That's DoorDash. That's crazy. I can't wow. imagine why somebody would get CC's delivered. Because the pizza... It's not a quality experience. It's a quantity experience. Well, and also, I have to imagine CC's is especially time sensitive. Yeah. <laughs> you only have the so half much time. The half-life before CC's decays to an that crust, point. That crust is the bottom of fine when it's fresh. Yeah. I, and I like CC's. I'm not a hater on CC's. I haven't been in a long time, but. Do you guys think that, do you guys think that CC's would ever be, because since, since uh, COVID, I'm not really a, Really, so into the idea of a buffet? No, me neither. Do you guys think? Do you guys think CC's would ever be a thing you would do again? Yeah, I'd probably go. Yeah, I'm not choosing. Same. Like, it's not my idea. But if if someone else is like, well, we're gonna. God, I would never suggest it. If you want, we're gonna stop by CC's first. Absolutely, man. I just think it, in the world of budget pizzas, if you're just getting one delivered and not going for the buffet, Little Caesars is much better than. Yeah, CC's. it's really much better than CC's. As a dasher, I know I'm not. Can the you hunt just today. make a? Can you just text them back after they make the dash request and be like, "How about little? <laughs> you season? don't want this. Have you thought about? I'm gonna that? get you a hot and ready. Yeah, I've done almost 900 deliveries, and I bet you. Wow. I bet you, 30 percent of that is Little Caesars pizza. Little Caesars or CC's? Little Caesars. Little Caesars. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. yeah, that's acceptable. Little Caesars is that's the perfect for my taste for my flavor. Just the best. Yeah. Little Caesars is your your functional everyday pizza. 100%. Where it's just like, I mostly, I'm not like super invested in how this tastes or makes me feel, but I do would I do would like to have some pizza. Yeah, I want it to taste like pizza at least, and Little Caesars can do yeah. that. Well, and that crazy is, bread is legit is crazy. hot and ready. Oh, it's crazy. That crazy bread is <laughs> tasty. <laughs> dude. And they had a pretzel crust for a little bit that really got my goat. Ooh, yeah, I forgot about that. They're not like jack in the boxy and how crazy they can experiment with things. But right. Little Caesars will do some fun stuff. Like They'll when they did wild. the Batman Calzone. The Batman Calzone. Never got my hands on one of them guys. Doge Never did, got didn't my he? Hands on it. Like day, no, day he I found out to about go, it? No, I tried to go two different times and Little Caesars was like, we don't know the recipe for it. What? Are you serious? For just fold It's just something. a funny shape. Dude, franchises are so weird because you'll be like, hello, I don't know. Let's come up with an example. Instead of uh, talking, let's just come up with an example right now. Hello, yeah. Subway. Yeah. 
I don't like Subway. There you go. Hello, Subway. I would like to get this thing I'm seeing all the ads for everywhere that is clearly trying to get people to come into your restaurant. Oh, we don't do that. Yeah. We don't have any bread. You go to KFC <laughs> really? and they're like, well, we don't have the bowls yet. Right. Yeah. Like, Wait, what do you... Then just put it all in the lid of something. You're just, just mixing love, the things. Put it in my open cupped hands, please. Ads, please. Just give me the coordinators. Like, at participating locations only or something like that. And I just love the concept of one store being like, no. We're not going to Participating do it. locations. Taco Bell is the worst about this. Because they'll yeah, announce something that is like totally insane. Yeah. That you're like, actually, I need to have that. Yes. It's available at one Taco Bell in LA. Yep. And then you think, oh, it's a test location and we're going to get it later. And then you never hear nope. about it. Again. It's it's the Taco nope. Bell that has a bar, you know, like they can serve yeah. liquor. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Where I can't remember where it is. Somewhere, I think in There Texas, is one that can do that. There's like a two-story McDonald's. Ooh. You better, I hope that play, that playpin, that slide goes both stories, surely. You'd think, I'm not sure. You don't sure. make a two-story without the slide. I heard it does a loop. What? <laughs> Dude, I heard a kid, yeah. I heard a kid, I heard a kid died from the G's. Dang, they got like dude. A, probably like 150 G's and shot this kid out the end mm-hmm. straight into outer space. Holy moly. He go. He thought he was a weather balloon. <laughs> Just watched him for a long time. It's like, He's wow. a Chinese spy balloon. Look nope, at it go. It's a kid from a two-story McDonald's. Wow, look at him. <laughs> some real height on that one. He been on that loop slide. <laughs> I think that's how he'd want to go. Shot down by the Air Force because they thought that you were a Chinese weather balloon? Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. This one's traveling fast and it's small. <laughs> no known means of propulsion. This is strange. Yes. Maybe a threat to our national security. Let's go ahead and blast them. It's only about $250,000 every time we pull the trigger. Let's do it. <laughs> Which was almost the sound of the guy that does the uh, target practice game in Wind Waker. <laughs> yeah. Or no, it's the it it's Battleship. It's the Battleship mm. thing in Wind Waker. Well, today, as you can probably tell, we are talking about a movie, uh, not part of any series, just one that we absolutely legally had yeah. to discuss. And this movie is, of course, known as Cocaine Bear. And I want to talk about it, but I can't do that until I get a synopsis. So hit me with your best shot. This week's IMDb synopsis is written by... It's either Nick Maston or Nick oh. Maston. No one synopsis like Maston. That was going to be uh, inspired by the 1985 true story of a drug runner's plane crash, missing cocaine, and the black bear that ate it. This wild dark comedy finds an oddball group of cops, criminals, tourists, and teens converging in a Georgia forest where a 500-pound apex predator has ingested a staggering amount of cocaine and gone on a coke-fueled rampage for more blow and blood. Mm. That was great. That's a good one. I like the end a lot. I like the end a lot. Let's keep it spoiler-free till the break, uh, just in case people are wondering if they should check this one out. What could we possibly spoil about this? There's there's story beats. Let's let's not beat unfair. Bear do drugs. Bear do drugs. Bear... Be mad, bear kill, bear be mad, you know, bear bite. You know that there's more to this than that. It's so much deeper than that. There's also people in it. There are people in it. <laughs> this people sometimes get ed up. People sometimes escape. Let's define who this is for, for our listening audience. Who who would we send with a mission to go watch Cocaine Bear? Uh, any of my friends 
from yeah. college. Um, it's just a lot of people. I think it's like if you have a good sense of humor and you you can handle gore. Mm-hmm. It's the file. Yeah. It's the same as the Violent Night crew. To be honest, like hundred percent. That's who this I'm saying. This is non-holiday Violent Night. Uh, that is mm-hmm. absolutely the vibe that I got. Is it's just yeah. Arth- what a stupid idea that was allowed to come to life. And I'm so glad that it was because I want more stupid things. Yeah, same. Our theater was packed. There was, was really? like, I, yeah, wow. I came up, I, I saw it at 705 at Alamo Cedars in Dallas. And I had to park in the back lot because the front lot was, wow. was filled at that And it was point. all cocaine bear folks. And it was in theater one. It was in wow. like the big wow. one. Wow. The prime right spot. across from Quantumania. So totally, yeah. this is an Alamo joint for sure, though. I feel yeah, like it's definitely an Alamo. I wish I could have seen it at Alamo. Definitely yeah. an Alamo. It was like us and five other people in our theater, and one couple yeah. I think just I was sitting to have by a full like volume conversation the entire time. Yes, if we were in college when we saw this, we would have rolled eight dudes deep. Hundred percent. Yes, this yeah, is yeah, one yeah. of those. Gone I was sitting by that. Absolutely. It looked like it was. We had seven to eight SMU boys that were taking up half Love of the it. row. Love it. Did you, get the, did you get any of the Alamo special snacks? I saw they posted no. on Instagram that they did special beignets for this. Yeah, with I powdered didn't, sugar, I was right? For Coke. Brilliant. I, you know, I, I guess I could have been a hunk hey, nominee beignets. for this. Beignets. That's very good. I was uh, took a friend of mine uh, who had never had mozzarella sticks. What? Wait, hold on. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> Actually, that's more interesting to me than cocaine. hundred percent. Are you serious? Yes. His name's Will Diamont. He is, uh, he was my student. Break the entire Dallas thing down Baptist. He is, uh, one of the most interesting people in the world. Like incredibly, he, he can, he's kind of a Swiss army knife of a person. Been all over the place. Missionary kid. That's probably what it was. Was that like he had been okay. in other parts of the world more than America. Because I think if you how grew did you up discover here, you Will had not had? How did you discover he not had? I ha- I don't things? even remember. I don't even remember. I had said cheese sticks or something, and he was like, "Hmm, what is you know, like string did cheese he, or something?" What did what did like he like fried mozzarella? Or was it too much? For yes, him? dude. Okay, no, he loved okay. them. And these weren't even these were like a six and a half out of ten, you know. But he really I, enjoyed a it. A mozz stick is a mozz stick, baby. Dude, I have a a core memory in my life. It was probably the second time I ever went to the Rainforest Cafe. <laughs> this fits in this episode because it's about wild animals. So you, about that's clearly not the last time then. If you said the second oh, time. Oh, no. I Listen, they know my first and last name at the Rainforest Stop. Cafe. At the cafe, I just call it the cafe. You head to that one next to Alamo, <laughs> to the Alamo, the actual Alamo all the time? Just next to small right town. Next to the actual, I always forget the Alamo, but I never forget the Rainforest Cafe right next <laughs> oh to the Alamo. Oh, my gosh. Uh, the probably the second time I ever went there, I was a sorry. A little real quick, just go ahead and stop talking. Just go boy. ahead and shut up. Just go ahead and shut up. Sam mm-hmm. Sam Houston. Yeah, because he chooses food. Okay, continue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, awesome, dude. <laughs> hey, really quick, just stop the podcast for a second. That was so funny. That was really really funny. I know. <laughs> I was gravy, eating mozzarella gravy pocket. Sticks. Gravy pocket. One second. Oh. Gravy pocket. Yep. <laughs> Hey, Carter, stop the podcast. <laughs> that was so funny, dude. That was really, really funny. Good job. Did you order some chili conquistador? Hey, Jordan, <laughs> that was really funny. David Boldy of chili. <laughs> uh, 
Go ahead. I'm sorry. <sighs> I was eating mozzarella sticks and I tried to, I was chewing and swallowing like you're supposed to do when you're eating. I swallowed about half a mozzarella stick <gasps> and I couldn't get it. I couldn't get it to, to break. And so I had to just like <laughs> pull it out of my throat like a clown pulling scarves out of his sleeve. It That happens. That's happened to me before. Not at it's that a bad depth, time. but also I think it's Sonic that has the, like, it's almost like a Hot Pocket vibe, but like if it's just fresh and you bite into it and it, it'll like shoot molten <laughs> like water. Yeah. Like piping hot water at you. Mozzarella sticks can be dangerous. So I was concerned for him. So I took the first one. I was like, no, you're good. I have, they have a good ranch at Alamo Draft House too. Update on me. 9.03 a.m. Would destroy I some hot sticks. mozzarella sticks so bad. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh. Two things. One, Doja had the same thing happen to me at a middle school cafeteria. Hmm. Cheese stick stretched like a rope. Yep. Like, the, yep. like the bottom half of the cheese stick was spelunking. And I had to like, yep. oh, like pull it all the way out. I was, um, it was belayed in my esophagus. It also, comes out like holding onto a donut. <laughs> I did. I did want to just we go ahead and, and before anybody jumps into our Discord, I said David Bowie, and I did in fact, of course, mean James Bowie. <laughs> hey, you know I didn't catch it. Oh man, not David. Yeah, we Bowie. got a lot of real Texas history nerds in our Discord, so you definitely would have been raked over the coals for that Destroyed. one. Destroyed would have been destroyed. Cocaine Bear, though. Cocaine Bear is. Can I tell you guys something about me? I know you I don't like know it. who I don't know who I'd recommend it to. I had a pretty horrible theater experience actually. <gasps> I had a an all day shoot like an hour and a half away from my house yesterday. And so I saw this at 10.05 PM oh, Doge, by myself. Uh and behind me there was a family. It was like a it was two parents and they're like six kids all under 13. And the kids were like talking and yelling the whole time. Oh, no. And they were like the row right behind me. And it was just us in this theater. And they were sitting right behind me, which I'm not a parent. Do whatever you want with your kids. I just, the whole time I kept thinking about this no, kid that's no, got to no, go no, to fourth no, no, grade no, 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 after no. seeing Cocaine Bear. There is no, I'm not a parent. Do whatever you want with your kids. I'm not a parent. Don't do whatever you want with your kids. You're a bad parent if you let your kids ruin some experience for someone else. Sure, sure, sure. I'm not you're saying a bad that. Parent. Like, absolutely, you're a bad parent if you're not like, hey, shut up. This isn't a private screening. I'm saying take your take your eight-year-old to see Cocaine Bear if that's the way you want to rock things in your house. That's fine with sure, me. Sure, yeah. But Just make sure it, that eight-year-old is a little chill. Bit, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I would yeah. not say it's an eight-year-old friendly movie. You're right, for sure. I, I would I would also not say that, but I'm not a parent or a caregiver of an eight year old, so I, the the theater know. could literally be full Sorry, of me and two hundred eight year olds. If they're respectful, I don't care. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Uh, but like, I don't know. This is this is a movie that I don't know who I would recommend it to because I feel like the best thing about this movie is the premise. Like the title, the idea of this movie is, I think, a lot better than the script Agreed. and execution Agreed. for it. Um, but that, to me, that's what which, makes it fun. See, I don't know. I don't know that it actually like, I don't know. I, I Maybe that's too general to be a super dump. It's just like it kind of didn't really hit what I thought it was aiming at. Uh, but maybe, I don't know. That's my super dump. Is that I think this the script is... You're super dumping in the non-spoilery part. That's how big the super dump is. It's an umbrella. Well, it's it's fits into the recommendation sure. question, right? Totally. Because I think the script is trying its very hardest 
to live up to the promise set by the extremely funny title, mm-hmm. Cocaine Bear. Reportedly, this is like that was supposed to be a working title and the producers, quote, couldn't come up with anything better. I don't buy that for a second. It's like, it, this feels to me like- Name, give me one name better than Cocaine Bear. No, I think they always intended to call it oh, Cocaine okay. Bear. I think that that to me feels apocryphal in the same way that like Sharknado is like, it's so bad, it's good. Like, no, you tried to make something bad and stupid and sure. you succeeded, good job. Um, But I just feel like the script doesn't ever quite live up to- the promise of the movie. Like it never goes like actually as wild as, as I wanted it to, I think. Yeah. I, I'm going to agree. Yes. And no, we'll, we'll get into some of that stuff in the back half, but sure. yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, we'll I'm going to half, half agree with you because I, I think I would have loved to have seen the, the movie so stupid that I think I would have yeah. loved to have seen it get even stupider and there yeah. were little glimmers. I'll talk about this because it's in the trailer, so it's not a big deal. But the scene where the bear is like scooting on its back on the ground, almost yes. almost like it's sentient beyond what a bear should be. Like Baloo? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I was like, okay, this is going to be like an intelligent bear. Like the bear is a slasher less than a monster. Um, and then it never sort of touched on right. that sort of style again. So yeah, I, I agree. But the, the movie had some stuff that really worked for it, in my opinion. Things like... I think the humor was pretty spot on and actually pretty funny. It was a lot of pretty the funny. Yeah, it was um, legitimately very funny. I, I giggled quite a bit. Um, I think mm-hmm. that um, I think the bear looked pretty good for what I imagine is a fairly low sure. budget movie. Um, yeah, sure. I think I think that when you set out to make a movie like okay, here, here's here's my read on it. Right, we left and I told Callie this was the framing that I watched this movie in. This is an R rated decom. Sure. That's it's it snakes feels. on a plane. Yeah, it's snakes on a plane. It's it's Sharknado. It's an R-rated decon. The motivations of the bad guy are singular. He is just bad to be bad. That's all there is yeah. to it. He's just bad. The motivations just of, awful. The motivations of there's one good set of protagonists. There's one middle set of protagonists. There's one bad set of protagonists. There's not really <clears> antagonists <throat> other than the bear. And it's just like right. so black and white or black and brown for the bear's sake. So black and white, so cut and dry. Root for this, don't root for this, the end, that it makes it... I don't remember the last time I turned my brain off this hard in a movie. Sure. And I enjoyed that a lot. I think that's what makes the movie work for me, is that there is almost no point in critiquing the movie. Right. This This movie is the epitome of why we stopped referring to ourselves as a movie review podcast and start just being like a movie discussion podcast because how do you review this? Yeah. You know, like it's more fun to discuss yeah, what, how stupid What rubric are you holding exactly. up against Cocaine yeah. Bear? Yeah, Exactly, because sure. in a world where, let's say on a scale of one to 10, like you give this a seven, does that mean it's the same as other sevens? No, of course not. It's all so subjective and Cocaine Berry. Yeah. Which is my favorite flavor. My favorite flavor, <laughs> cocaine berry. I so I love. I'm a huge B movie fan. Mm. I've loved it for a long time. I grew Jerry up Seinfeld on, falls in love with a human, but he yes, plays a bee. Love it so much. That's bestiality. Bestiality. <laughs> wow. Uh, would watch sci-fi back when half of what sci-fi was airing was really bad. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Movies. Croctopus, baby. Um, oh, wait, no, no. 
Yeah. Well, this was before they were just like trying to make it bad. Like these were like oh, yeah. people thought they were making good movies on a bad but on like totally. a really low budget, right? Yeah. Then things got things shifted into Sharknado of like let's make a B movie bad because people are really enjoying this now. Uh, right. Mega Piranha, like Piranha 3D, things like that. Um, like one of my favorites is uh, a Walmart bin movie that was one of ten on a DVD. That was called Bloods versus Wolves. And it cool. basically did like a Bloods and Crips narrative, but it was vampires against wolves. Shut. And it was cool. Taking itself seriously. And there's one point to where one of the werewolves is trying to have this like strings in the background kind of moment of sharing like when he broke, you know? And he just talked about like just how he ate his family and it was supposed to fall as like, Wow, devastating, but it's just so bad. It what? feels like they have they've been doing the whole thing in a gutted out Tom Thumb. The whole movie was made <laughs> in there. But anyways, <clears throat> love that kind of thing. Uh clearly like Cocaine Bear with the advertising uh was going to be a bigger budget than something like that. And so I was sure. expecting yeah. I was expecting closer to like the Meg, right? Okay. Um or something like that. But I was a little bit surprised just in terms of and and I I'll, I'll super pump now without doing any kind of spoilers but I really liked the cast I, I think the cast yeah okay in its hey, entirety also was, my super pump yeah in its entirety especially the kids especially the little Agreed, boy dude um were were so much more than I expected we had some some names that I knew were going to be funny knew were going to be a, a good time a name like Car- like Carrie Russell is we know she's going to play the straight character mm-hmm. like she's yeah. not in a movie to be goofy she's not funny. I wasn't surprised that she was the windbreaker mom trying yeah. to you know save her kids sorry that's a bit of a spoiler but I thought especially uh Isaiah Whitlock Jr as Bob the detective Christian yeah. Convery as Henry and I knew so I love Margot Martindale Anything yeah, she's in, sure. she kind yeah. of plays she was this character. Wonderful, but I think in Hollywood, no one's going to do Ranger Liz better than Margot Martindale. No. She was right, right, perfect. And yeah. so I loved that. And this movie, <clears throat> walking out, it kind of got me thinking about titles that are just giving you, like with a title like Cocaine Bear. <clears throat> I feel like I was just a tad bit let down. Like with the title is just this bear. I, I expected more of it. Mm-hmm. I ended up appreciating narratively that it was a bit of a buildup. We kind of got him harsh like a Jaws scenario at the beginning, and then we don't yeah. see him again for a while. Yeah. Yeah. But I was like, what are some other movies that it's just like the title is just so blatantly what the movie's about, and how did that deliver for me? If Cocaine Bear was like didn't quite give me enough, it's like, okay, Alien gave me more than I thought. <laughs> right. Just about to say Alien. <laughs> yeah. And then Lincoln gave me exactly what I thought. It's like, it's definitely about Abraham. <laughs> I would say That's cars. <laughs> cars. Cars yeah. is a pretty accurate title. Yeah. <laughs> pretty uh, accurate. So I would say it, our our official podcast level rec is this is not Tremors. This is not the pinnacle of the no. B movie. But it's also no. not it's not like Piranha where it's like trying to be a B movie. It's somewhere in the middle. I think it is aiming for B movie territory, but not in a like winking at it way. I think it. It wanted to be taken just seriously enough to be funny. Yeah, B movie script. B movie script. B movie almost almost an A movie cast, which is fun. Yeah, right. It's a B movie script, and like, but executed as if it's an A movie. 
with like our big sweeping drone shots of the Chattahoochee Forest yeah. and like all of that stuff, which the I don't know, like, like either picked up at points sound, too. Like, for this real, is, yeah. and it's like very soundtrack full. ruled in this movie. That mismatch, I think, like could have been funny, but it just didn't quite land for me. Like B movie oh, okay. produced as if it's an A movie. Like I was thinking on the way home, like would I have thought this was better if it was a dude in a bear suit? Like if it was not a a like wet a workshop style CG bear, but if it was just like intentionally terrible effects. Mm. Mm. And I don't know. Like I I don't know. And it, obviously like nobody's asking me to fix cocaine bear, but like I just think there was some kind of something that didn't quite didn't quite stick it for me. Sure. So okay, let's go around the table real quick before we break for shout announcements. I'm gonna say if you if you are a longtime listener and sort of know our vibe and seem to enjoy most of the stuff that we enjoy, both ironically and unironically, I think this is a slam dunk, stupid yeah, movie absolutely. to go watch. So absolutely. I'm gonna recommend it. Carter. It's t- yeah, I recommend it. Doge? I'd yes yeah. it. It's a it's a ton of fun. Oh, you do recommend Okay. I love that. Yeah. I I recommend it. I think it didn't it it wasn't it's not tremors for me. It's promise it's like, is no, bigger than it what it delivers a little bit. Right. Sure. Yeah. It's fun. Like it's it's totally uh, you know, if you got time to kill. Yeah. And want to watch it's a bear a do some short killing. Movie. It is a quick yeah, it's an hour and a half. watch. I would even say yeah. if you want to wait until this isn't you don't have to see <clears> this in theaters, especially because it doesn't seem like most theaters are filling up. I'm jealous of Carter's experience because I think this movie with a crowd of people absolutely yes. jazzed about it would be amazing. Have I got a couple of six-year-olds to introduce <laughs> to you then? Please don't. We're going to head to shout announcements and then start spoiling stuff. So consider this your warning. Shout announcements time. Welcome to Shout Announcements, the part of the show where we give shout outs and make announcements next week. We're going to, wait, what's that? What's that sound? Is that the pitter patter of nearly silent feet stalking through the darkness? Oh no. Is that the sound of five to 900 guns being reloaded at the same time? (laughs) Is that the pulsating beat of a dance floor set, set with one of the best gunfights of all time? What? Oh my God! Is that John hey, Wick? Carter, we're. Why don't you tell everyone what we're watching next week and what you think it's about? <laughs> yeah, please. Since you've never seen it, just give me a quick <laughs> summary of the movie we're watching next week. Uh, next week we're going to be watching John Wick. It's a Keanu Reeves flick. I'm going to give my wait. genuine what I think it's about. Yeah. Yes. Don't listen. It, don't do the cocaine bear thing where you try to be bad and wink at it. Give it a real shot. <laughs> Um, I think wink. it's. Do you wink a lot? That was amazing. Hey, that's a, a Jessica a Walters winker. wink. Honestly. I wink a lot, dude. Yeah, I've been to jail. That was um, Lucille Bluth all day. I think I've that's been funny. To jail. That John Wick. It feels like a lot of people are out to get John, Mister Wick. <laughs> I, I think a lot of people are trying to kill him, but I think he is like he feels as respected as Benicio del Toro's character in Sicario. I feel like it's people not know a about bad, John Wick. It's actually not a bad comparison. It feels like he's the guy who kind of like hung it up, something brought him back, and now everybody is feeling pretty scared about it. Carter, I not am that wrong. so stoked out of my gore. Can I tell you about this? For yeah. you to I, watch this movie. I think I had an opportunity to 
maybe four or five years ago. I've been holding on to John Wick for this podcast. Good. Good. For so long. Because I can tell. Like every new thing that's come out, like Gray Man, anything like that, everybody's like, just trying. Quite Wick. Yeah. I'm like, well, I can't wait. And I love Keanu. John Wick is John Wick. Kingsman and probably Baby Driver, I think, make up the trio of the best action movies, characters, whatever, of the last decade for me. Like, newly introduced. Yeah. Because, like, Mission Impossible is for sure up there. Um, I think the Creed movies, if you consider that action, are definitely up there. But as far as, like, new IP introduced within the last 10 years, those three movies are it, dude. I mean, excited. just an absolute... But I almost suggested this year that we relax on action because we had an action heavy end of the year last year, but John Wick is but then too, you remember it's too good. We cannot pass up John Wick. The Baba Yaga. The Baba Yaga. Carter, with, I'm so excited for you to watch this. Benzil. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm stoked. Well, I cannot wait. Listen next wait. week as we talk about John Wick. I've been waiting for a long time for this. I can't wait. Carter's holding something for the podcast and I'd love for him to release it. To the world now. We were we were doing some fun. A gift. Uh, we were doing some fun dog talk. It's uh-huh. fun. Doge Doge's dog's mm-hmm. name is Bear. Uh huh. Here we that are watching true. Cocaine Bear. My dog, who is a large, I'd say large. Yeah. Nana's a big girl. Nana is black and is graying at the snout. So she, this cocaine she bear looks like this bear made me she think does. of my puppy dog. Yeah. A few times. And I thought that was really fun. Especially when the bear lays, like, passes out on top of somebody. That I was, was like, the I know that funniest scene in the entire yeah, that movie. Was very funny. Alden Ehrenreich was hilarious. <clears throat> Uh-oh, he's my super pump. Okay. He's great, dude. He's really good I in this. I like him a lot. Alden Ehrenreich is awesome in this. I wish we had a I wish we had a more focused script where it was only only Alden and Ice Cube Jr. Being uh, like being the main character. Real quick, before you tell us the rest of it, I spent the entire movie being like, why does this dude remind me of Ice Cube so much? It's Ice Cube's son. son. (laughs) It's his son. It's his son. So that's why. Continue. It's crushed ice. Yeah, he was in the Straight Outta Compton as his dad. Pebble Ice. Yes. In the movie. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But I wish that we had had, I wish we'd had a little. So many babies in this movie. Too many Nepo babies. I can't support it in good conscience. Terry Russell, Ice Cube Jr., the bear. I heard the, the bear's bear. parents were in some stuff too. The bear's dad yeah, is bullying. I don't know. Oh yeah, that tracks. That tracks. But I wish that, I don't know. I wish maybe a more, I think we could have cut Carrie Russell and her kids out of this movie and lost absolutely nothing. So. Oh, I don't want to take that little boy out. Here's the thing. I like Henry. My, I'm a, can I super dump and combo with what you're saying a little bit here? Yeah. My super yeah. dump is too many, too many plot lines. Uh, it's, it's overstuffed. And the one but they gotta have, I mean, if it's a it's a movie about cocaine, they gotta, gotta have, have lines. lines. The <laughs> the plot that I cut it's like it's rat not, race. It's not personal. It's not because I don't care for these characters, and I, I actually enjoyed these characters. But the plot line that you cut is the cops. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The, what a. I thought he was great. Nothing. But the dog. Line. Who cares about the dog? Who cares that his uh, partner was actually okay. – that twist was ridiculous. I, we didn't know yeah. her at all. So when when she flipped, I wasn't like, oh, gasp. I was like, okay. Honestly, I don't like being the kind of person who gives out a last place award, but worst actor in this movie by a country mile was the undercover cop. 
the double agent cop. Uh, yeah, I just oh, yeah, didn't see enough out. of her to know. But yeah, I think if you cut them out, you make the Forest Ranger. You make Margot Martindale the one that they are. Yeah, dude. Up easy. against. Yeah, already got going two for this coke. Yeah, dude. Easy. And then you have easy. the yep. exact because same plot, but you have what? Let's call it fifteen minutes extra to spend here, there, and yeah. everywhere else a little bit. Because imagine if Margot Martindale is like when she says, "I could have been at Yosemite by now." Yeah. To me, that's like, okay, she's ladder climbing. Yep. She's ambitious. If she captures this cocaine, she'll get to go to Yosemite. Yep. Like, yep. she'll get to be in the national park system. It's like, much tighter I don't know. without the cops. Yeah, absolutely. And you get to keep the kids. Absolutely. You get to keep all that stuff. I loved the, oh, sorry. Before I move on, when Carrie Russell and her two children emerged from the water after jumping in to the from the top of the waterfall, mm-hmm. I could not get past Something about Carrie Russell with her haircut and her accent coming out of the water with a little blonde boy and a little dark-headed girl. I don't want this to ever happen. But if it has to, she would be an incredible live-action Elastigirl. She would be an unbelievable live-action Elastigirl. And it's all I could think is after the plane crash in Incredibles when she comes up out of the water with Dash and Violet. Yeah. I mean, it just, it was exactly the Hey, she wasn't. She wasn't ever in a Jurassic Park, was she? One of the many Jurassic Parks? Not that I no. can think of. She was not. But I haven't seen Planet any of the Apes then, right? She was in the rise of one of the Planet of the I Apes. I think so. The newer ones. One of the Matt Caesar. Reeves. That's ones? what I'm thinking of. Yeah, because it's just like I feel like she's been in a jungle like a with creature animals movie? before. Yeah, yeah, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Okay. Yep. Waitress. She played Bobby. Dawn. I remember. That sounds yeah. right. <laughs> Mission Impossible. Am I three? Am I three? Mm-hmm. Jordan. I um. You knew that. The the sort of like skids. The like scuzzy dudes that uh, fight the buds, Junior, the buds, the buds. Almost I my super them. pump, dude. They everything they about fine. them was hilarious. The, you know what? The hard cut when he's talking about how they're gonna their future together, and it cuts to the two of them dead on the couch with him. I want more of that yeah. from this movie. See, that's the thing is this movie like is is really lacking in the over the top stylized stuff. It's over the top gory, but like the choreography sucks. Yes. The fight choreography is really bad. Yes. I think oh, that's no. the edge to me. Like that would push it over the edge into instant recommendation. That's why Violent Night is an instant recommendation right. and this is not. Yes. Yeah. Because Violent Night is hyper gory, incredibly stupid, but it's very slick. Yeah. Like yeah. the the choreography is so I don't know. It's incredibly the stylized. The bathroom and fight yeah. specifically was sloppy. Almost my super dumb. And I wish really that just isn't stylized. I wish that man. was his name. Crickets, man. Di- what's his character's name? Let me look it up. Ice Cube Junior. David. 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 If David yeah. had just John Wicked those kids in the bathroom, just throat chop, throat yes. chop, and push them down, and it's over in two seconds, that's better yeah. than the struggle. And he can still turn around and have been stabbed and be pissed about it. Yeah. yeah. So the, it, there's just it's little things like that where it's like. I really love what you're doing and I love what you're trying to do even more, but it just seems like maybe there wasn't enough oversight on like, Hey, can we tighten this just a hair in a couple spots? Is that a director thing? Is that an Elizabeth Banks thing? I don't think this so. This is out of, this is out of her depth. Certainly. She's well, not also, done she's, anything like this. Kind of, this is probably going to end up being one of the highest reviewed things she's ever done. Like the best reviewed thing yeah. she's ever done. I don't think it's, it's a not, director. It's not thing. good. I don't know that directors like 43. get to- not good. Decide what goes in and out of a movie unless they're more yeah. heavily involved than just a director. Sure. Yeah. Because this movie is such a mutt, we can't help but try and identify it by comparing it to other things. That just happens naturally. It's like, okay, wait, what? Because we do that regardless with movies. We just talked about how Gray Man keeps getting compared to John Wick because there's sure. these similarities that we have. So I do think ultimately the movie that was 
so the worst movie to be made for Cocaine Bear's sake is Zombieland, in my opinion. Okay, talk mm. talk me through it because it okay because it took a so we've got I would say wild animal killing a lot of people is a genre subgenre sure, sure. sure. yeah right yeah as is Zombies. the Living Dead yeah. in a post apocalyptic world and Zombieland wild good cast they weren't huge yet really mm-hmm. the biggest one was Woody Harrelson and this was even at the beginning of his this massive True Detective resurgence and everything that he's doing three billboards. Just literally everything. We bring that back, and now we put them in a scenario that's like, hey, because I'm thinking stylized and stuff, we start with our rules of surviving the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. It's still wild. It's still absolutely wild. Probably about the same size cast, if not smaller. But they focused. They said, it's going to be these four people only. And then we'll have new people introduced. This one was like Game of Thrones pockets of people that are going to converge at some point. And then we'll find out how all of that stuff works together. Too much. And well, I know I that we can do it in less time. I like I had that thought watching. I was like, dang, we're introducing a lot of people, but it's gonna come together in some explosive, incredibly kinetic finale. And then really the third act of this movie kind of just peters out. Mm-hmm. It kind of like loses a lot of steam after the cop dies on top of the gazebo. And then we even get that totally bizarre flashback to a to a death. Uh, like when they found the dead hiker earlier, that bizarre flashback in the middle of a scene that like, I, that felt to me like there Dude, was that supposed was, to well, be. Well, that's supposed weird. to. I think I, that scene was supposed, was in fully in the script earlier. And we showed that scene in its entirety and that scene got cut for time, but then they had to have a flashback because a character referenced when we found that hiker. Yeah. And like, we can't just, I, that think was like bizarre. That was weird. Well, it was bad. It was bad timing. I think here's what I, Expected that to be. We're in the cave now with the kiddos. Carrie's in there with the kids. We hear Olaf scream. We never really see Olaf die. I think he's the hiker. And that's supposed to be like, yeah. I think that- I thought that was his wife. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? But we never see him again. That was very sloppy. I totally forgot about that. It was very sloppy. That was a total bizarre thing. But like, I feel like- like that's what I mean where the third act kind of peters out. If the third act had been every, everything converging and exploding at the same time, I think that that automatically wins back like a full 10 percentage points in my I mind. I was waiting. Yeah. This is my one of my biggest disappointments. I was waiting for Papa Bear to make an appearance, for to find out that yeah. like Papa Bear had been asleep the whole time, got a hold of the cocaine, and now he was the most pissed. It's this huge, huge black bear, like the terrible bear in Brave. Yes. Where it's just like, that can't exist. You know what I mean? Yes. I don't know. Yeah. I My super dump, because we did, we spread ourselves too thin on trying to have quirky characters, is Olaf and how he was used. So mm-hmm. Christopher... Hived you, the guy who has been in uh, The Witcher. He was in Game of Thrones. Mm. This guy didn't feel, maybe the joke was that he wasn't being used for what everybody thought he would. Yeah. Like this guy is a guy I thought might be fist fighting a bear at some point. Yeah, yes. right. He knows to fight back. Like we we went out and got it. the most intimidating, what were they called? Uh, north of the Wall. Oh, wildling. wildlings. Yeah. Wildling, right? Like yeah. one of the greatest 
fighting Dude, that's characters. that's such a good point about him in fighting. Game imagine, of if it, imagine if the climax had been Cocaine Wildling versus Cocaine Bear, and he's like, I've got to do it. I've yeah, nothing and, but, left to live yeah, for. My yeah, fiance why is didn't, dead. Why didn't we see him? Because we're the only thing that's even beholden to the actual storyline is the fact that anything happened. Like the fact that a bear actually like OD'd on cocaine. Because sure. Like the only two deaths ever are the bear and the guy who actually does, we just find him dead with a parachute that didn't open, right? So like, why can't we, when we see Olaf again, and it does feel like this is supposed to be within 24 hours, but we don't really care in this movie. Mm-hmm. It's, it's ridiculous enough. He's become like a native of the land. He's become the right. guy who comes back from the Jumanji book because he knows how to kill the beast. Even kind of make situation. it funny. You know what I'm saying? Even make it funny. Make a joke out of like, "How long have you been out here?" Be like, uh, "Since this morning." And he's like already yeah. covered him, in twigs, yeah. and he's like painted his yes, face dude. like predator. Having fashion axes yeah. that you have no idea, but you don't have to explain. Yes. Yeah, like let's get really give weird him a it. freaking Zack Snyder leap. From a yes. cliff. Let us have like a meta. To try like, and take this ding, bear ding, down. Ding, ding, ding. Like the fight is on. Like get a little weird with it. Yes. I agree. I agree. Like yeah. st- I think it just is so lacking in the style department. Sure. Yeah, 100%. And those are the things that like this movie is a, it's a bad movie. This is a bad movie. This is a poorly made bad movie. But for what I want from it, it's fine. It's totally fine and pretty funny. This movie could have been an instant classic yeah it's got all the parts you had the right players it, too yeah you had the it, right people it feels incredibly i don't know that's why like earlier when i said that i don't believe that they ever intended to call it anything except cocaine bear sure. the whole thing feels really like kind of corporate to me of like let's think tank the kind of thing that you know let's try and reverse like engineer Wendy's some kind of cult hit talk smack on twitter Exactly. Yeah. Like it totally feels like it feels like a a McDonald's wrote a joke where it's like this is like this was focus tested and think tanked and like the the comedic timing of like the Wikipedia quote at the beginning. Yes, set the tone for the movie. And I do think that was yeah, funny, but funny. it was like, man, that I don't know. I just I'm just cynical enough to feel like, man, this is like so corporate and think tank. And it's not like a not like a genuine like. Wouldn't Let's this make be this, fun? It would be, wouldn't this be fun? Right. It was like, this is the kind of thing that could get huge online. Yeah. So we're going to make yeah, it. You know what I mean? It feels so calculated. And I think that the reasons that I like it are reasons that work in spite of itself almost. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think the enjoyment that I derived was because the cast is so great and the idea is so stupid. But it could have been great. Like it could have been. Yeah. It could have been one of my favorites of the year. And I think I'll probably forget that I saw it eventually. But I, yeah, I don't think I'll watch it it's again. A really, I would watch it again. I would for sure watch it again. Yeah, I think I would too. I think even the ending too, to like have the walk off into the sunset or whatever and like be sure and step around the upside down ER stretcher cadaver. Yeah. Margo and the Martin's kid's talking about like- the worst thing I've ever seen. That, that's, oh, up there, that's up there with the plastic knife cutting off a finger. And yep. the wrist- was bad for me too. Hey, that entire that entire set unbelievable. Piece, the ambulance set piece, like from the second <laughs> the ambulance arrives until all of our ambulance crew is dead, that is when the movie is at its peak. Hundred percent. That yeah. is exactly what the entire movie should have been because that is so over the top, stylized, ridiculous. Yep. Action wise, the entire that's movie. The movie at its peak, and then comedy wise, well, it you is know the what? bear laying on Alden. Eric. Yes. Yeah. It was the moments that it felt like Deadpool that I was like, this yes. is great. Yes, yeah. absolutely. I even you know thought everything, 
in the like ranger cabin was pretty great too. Like leading up to the yeah. ambulance being called yeah. in the first place, like her interactions with the skids and the the buddies, the buds, and like buds. accidentally shooting that one because she just twitched and missed was funny. Um, yeah, and like I don't know. Try hearing a six year old scream behind you when that happens. <laughs> that makes you be like, I'm so. I don't know if a kid should see that. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it sucks. I saw paranormal activity and they were like two-year-olds. David losing his fingers and his reaction to it was yeah. great. All of that was fun. Like there, there's a lot yeah. of gold. And then the one how, guy how is, is like- it those two? They're not even next to each other. Yeah, that's, that's really so funny. funny. <laughs> that was good. That's so great. That was good. Uh, that, guy's, that guy's name is Stash. That bud, uh, the like blonde one who is like accompanying them through the woods. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think Stash was- the funniest character in this movie. I think everything was Stash great. did was so great. He was very funny. The way he just assimilates into what they're doing so immediately is very yep. funny. Like when he wants to play 20 questions with them and he's like mad yep. about the vibe of the walk and all that stuff. It's just, I understand why he got that part because he's just so, ow, I just yeah, punched my great. desk on accident. Oh, that no. sounded awful. It didn't it's cocaine, good. Jordan. He's filled with a white rage. <laughs> uh, he was very funny, is my point. So yeah. How do you I, say I think, Alden's last name? I think it's Aaron Reich. Aaron Reich. Gotcha. I think so. This dude's got range, y'all. He does. I, I'm, he, he owned a radar. He's been there for a bit. But he was, I, he was one of the funniest. He's top two or three funniest. He's number one for me. me. Yeah. He, he was, was great. He was great. Just how kind of distraught he is the whole time and apathetic most of the time was really funny. He's like, you left my child in St. Louis. I giggled. I giggled out loud. Yeah, no, this movie this movie has the right stuff, but the wrong glue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was yeah. it was the both wrong adhesive. Would you, under would you and say that's over a script edit. then? Like right right ideas, right people, just wrong script? What do you mean by glue? Maybe, but the script is part of what makes it funny. I would say that the the creative decisions are the worst part of the movie. That's what I would say. The cast hmm. is great. The script is pretty good and very funny. The creative decisions are where this movie falls short. Things like this action movie, set yeah. pieces, things like just general vibe of the movie in as a whole, and then just the editing. We could have we could have used a lot less of some stuff and quite a bit more of some others. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, this movie cost thirty five million. So it'll that's make a more big than budget. That. Yeah, it'll make more. Than that. Yeah, it'll definitely make more yeah. than that. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm certain that a majority of that went into the bear itself. Sure. hundred percent on the monies, but I liked it. I think everything just needed to be a touch smaller. Yeah. Did you think I they think were going to, to draw some connection between the mama bear protecting the two cubs and Carrie Russell protecting the two kids? I thought there was going to oh. be some sort of like through line there that maybe even <laughs> like the bear's going to like look at her and nod yes, and let yes, her get away. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That would have been funny. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Is like those things make this better. Yeah. If if at the end of this movie How about the bear I do think so like we did stuff like that the when the bear the gun. <laughs> when the bear comes yeah, the bear shoots Ray Liotta. The bear comes back to life because it sniffs in all the cocaine cloud and spits out a bullet. Yeah, that's amazing. We have like why did is that the only time that we went like full on absurdist? Like badass Super Saiyan bear. Right. Why is that the only time we did that? Right. Spitting yeah, out the we bullet are not beheld in. 
It's cocaine bear. There's no there's no rules. Right. Just make a stupid Vin Diesel's movie. Vin Diesel's stomping destroys buildings. Exactly. Yes. And he's a human. <laughs> he's a people. If the end he's of this a human movie that's only got corona in his veins. Was was Olaf of the Forest <clears throat> yeah, fighting the that. bear <clears throat> while Carrie Russell protects not only her kids but the cubs. Yeah. And then Ray Liotta and crew show up, breaking up the fight. They shoot the bear, and then now it is Bear and Olaf of the Forest versus Ray Liotta's crew, and then everybody abandons Ray Liotta in the same way, and they all just sort of leave in harmony. And if the end of this movie is the bear walking upright with its arms around Carrie Russell and Ice Cube Jr., helping it walk like it's an injured friend, it's a better movie if it's just that stupid. Fine. Alden Ehrenreich doesn't get the cop's dog. He takes home a bear cub. Why not? That's Amazing. his dog now. Much better. Much better, Doge. Amazing. Yeah. I still want the gazebo scene, so we of just course. put Ranger Liz up there yes. instead. Yeah. And she dies up there. Yes. Let and Jesse we can still do the ambulance. Die in we the can same totally way. still do the ambulance scene. Let all scene. that happen the same. Put, yeah. In fact, let her drag Jesse Tyler Ferguson's almost dying corpse to the cabin and let him be the one that flips over on the ambulance let him still get his leg ripped off they uh, what's it called where you i can't tourniquet yeah put him in a tourniquet let him be the one that flip you can have this movie every scene can stay the same with the exclusion of the cops there are analogs for everything that happened that we can flip around yeah don't mm-hmm. make it work yep so okay let's rate it it's time to rate it that's what i always say and so I'm going to say it now. We're going to use the scientific cinema scale, which is perfect and as follows. The best thing we can ever say about a movie is own it. Don't lend it. Buy, buy that, that poster. poster. The next best thing is buy it. That's followed by rent it and then stream it. After that is forget it. And last but certainly least, the worst thing we could ever say about a movie. God hath forsaken, forsaken us. I'll go first. Okay. It is, this is the... Dictionary definition of a stream for me. Yep. It is. I am. I am. It is an exciting stream for me. I'm like, man. It is not because the theater. It's fun to go see, be one of the first people to see Cocaine Bear. Because here's yeah. this weird thing. We got no idea what's going on. If it hits, we were there. If it misses, we were there. But mm-hmm. it was just right in the middle, and it was like I could have done this at home, you know. So it's a stream. It's a stream for me too. Uh, because I wish I'd watched it at home, not just because I saw it at 1005 surrounded by a gaggle of elementary schoolers. Mm-hmm. But this does feel like the one of the like weird menu things that Taco Bell would do, where it's like incredibly calculated, where it's like we put we we made a shell out of Takis or something, which now that I say it sounds really <laughs> good. That's awesome. great like Takis. Yeah. But like it just seems so incredibly calculated that I I don't want to be a part of that system. Sure. They're asking me for a very specific response and I, on principle, refuse to give it to them. Uh, but this is a great stream. This is like, if it was free on Netflix or Hulu or something, I'd be like, yeah, let's watch Cocaine Bear. Totally. It's perfect. Yeah, it's a stream for me as well. Same reasons. It's a it's a low stream. Almost would have been a forget it. It had enough to save it. But because of the things that save it, I would actually really recommend it. But just know what you're getting into. It, it You're going to yeah. see the ghosts of what could have been, and you are going to giggle. And I think that's what's important. It's stupid. It's sure. fun. But it's a for sure, it's a stream. D- did you know that you could watch two consecutive showings of Cocaine Bear before a single, a single showing of Avatar 2 finished? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. Like legitimately. It's because it's, it's, it's not a masterpiece like Avatar 2. I mean, Cocaine Bear is not nominated for Best can Picture, I, but Avatar 2 can is. Can I be 100% honest? <laughs> I would watch Cocaine Bear it's again not. before I watched Avatar 2 again. Not me. Not me. I'll, ne- I'll never watch Avatar 2 again. One is plenty. I will. Whoa. One is plenty. I will watch it. I will probably buy hey, it. Hey, it's not my world. They, I just don't dig it that much. It's fine. It's whatever. But Cocaine Bear is They've confirmed fun. like the next, the next tribe. Mm-hmm. Fire tribe. Is Fire it really? Tribe, dude. Didn't we say that? Yeah, there we did. Uh, and they actually are doing everything we suggested. So James Cameron, if you're listening, hit me with some of those residues. But uh, the reportedly the villain of the next one is going to be villainous Navi. Uh, and they're called the Ash People because they live <gasps> by a volcano. Wow, dude. They're like going to be like white, ashy. Whoa. Which, is that Thulis? Hey. I hope so. It has, it has to, be. to be. It literally has so, to be. There's there's probably no way that's a landmine for James Cameron, right? There's probably no way that he could accidentally say something super problematic by making villainous indigenous Navi, right? He's going to do a good job with that, right? We have faith in him, right? I don't feel like I should answer. I mean, the first two movies are so amazing. Right, he's probably the only true artist left in cinema. Also... Him sneakily re-releasing Titanic right now too. What a flex! He's got them both he's, in there. I respect so that petty. a lot. I really he respect is so that. petty, dude. But so petty. I don't hate no, it. No, I don't either. <laughs> I just I think Avatar's so overrated that I just can't get past it. It's it's a travesty <laughs> that it is nominated for Best Picture. It's that's it's the Emperor's New Clothes of movies yeah. where Barry's like he spent over a decade on it. It's got to be good, right? It's got to be the best the best one of all the pictures. It's got to be top, right? And it's fine. And <laughs> nope. honestly, I think if the hype wasn't so strong, I'd like it fine. But it's just, it's not, a, it's not, ha- if you bought it the- for what he thinks it's worth and sold it for what it's worth, I said the opposite. If you bought it for what it's worth and sold it for what he thinks it's worth, <laughs> sold it for what you'd never work a day. If you bought a life. ticket, if you bought a ticket for it and then you just have, and then you had that ticket, you could go see it. In the theater. And I think that's all I have to say about that. To end today's episode. Oh, next well, first week. of all, don't forget John Whoop. Wick next week. Tune in. It's going to be Next great. week, John Wick. I'm so excited. Do. I am so excited Am I going to watch it today? You. Oh, please. I don't know. Can you remember enough about it a week from now? That's a great question. Probably. To end today's Probably. episode, I'd like for each of us to say our name and what the sequel to Cocaine Bear will be. For Two Chunks and a Hunk, I'm Jordan Wonders. Meth Bear. Ooh. Meth bear. Nope, sorry. Mm. I take it back. No, I'll stick with meth bear. I'll leave the jokes open for my friends. It's meth bear. Mm. And he's going to be really skinny. <laughs> Just a string bean of a bear. And he's not that strong not anymore Christian unless he's bear. high. And then. <laughs> wow. But he's absolutely no threat because he has terrible teeth. Yeah. Yeah, he just, um, 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 just gums people to death. <laughs> I'm Doge, and coming next year is Weed Bear. Uh, his friends affectionately call him Smokey. His best friend is a skunk, and he's just really chill. <laughs> he's actually a this really a good real, hang. He's super hungry, but Weed just Bear. for Doritos, not people. <laughs> Voiced by Seth Wasn't that Rogan. Seth Rogen's character in Pineapple Express? Actually, actually <laughs> a, Weed Bear. a Weed Bear movie about a bear that keeps eating people, but real slow and chill-like. Like, it, yeah. not aggressive, but just... Um, <laughs> Um, pops an ear off and eats it, pops the nose off and eats it and carries it under his arm like a bag of chips just walking around everywhere. Yeah, I'd watch it. 
I'm Carter, and, and the sequel that I have is to the version that we created here on this podcast. Mm. That's the one where Jesse Tyler mm. Ferguson's Peter just doesn't, he's just not dying. I'll even go to the extreme of like, let's go ahead and have him be attacked in the tree. He doesn't die there. He's on the stretcher. He's like on the gurney, I guess is what you would call that. It flips yeah. over. One of the post-credit scenes is he like, <gasps> like kind of wakes up or whatever. He and sees one of the woodland creatures that attack. he loves so much coming to just save him or perhaps bid him adieu in his final breaths. But it's a cocaine squirrel mm. that just mm. burrows through his eye eats, and does the final blow. Eats his nuts. Eats his face, dude. Eats his face, cocaine squirrel. I was going to say bath salts bear. I'm glad neither of you said it. I was going to say bath salts bear because it makes people eat people. So it would make bears eat bears. bears? <gasps> just Florida bear. <laughs> <laughs>